Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Swear to God, man, you do not want what I have right now. You guys have both yeah. managed to uh, well, avoid it, eh? I had a little bit of it. Um, you shook it off quick? Yeah, I shook it off pretty quick. It is just it is just taking up residence in my head. It will not leave, hey? No, no. Um, I thought I was on the path to recovery on the weekend. I went for a walk with the dog early on Sunday morning, and then I just I had sort of like this purging thing while I was walking. And yeah. I thought, okay, maybe this is the, the beginning of the end, but... Every day. I'm not even drinking. It just I can't comes even back. Drink. Well, maybe that's the problem. You know what? You're right. Kill it with booze. I gotta go home. See, with that's a bottle the problem. Rye. Is you're not going by our usual cure. Drink through it. Oh, that's you know instead, what. Good advice, instead, guys. you become addicted to uh, good advice. Buckley's, and you know that's not good for you. I've stopped taking that. Just lead yourself off. Last week I was stoned. I don't even remember the whole week. <laughs> I don't remember. So, I don't remember coming to work. Turkey. I don't remember going home. I don't remember our shows. Ozzy revealed uh, the other day in an interview that he tried to get Jimmy Page on this most recent record, which oh, is right. coming out at the beginning of September. It's called uh, Patient Number Nine. And actually, the title track had uh, Jeff Beck on it. So he, he got Eric Clapton. Okay. He got Jeff Beck. And he really wanted Jimmy Page because he was a big fan of the Yardbirds when he, mm. when he was younger. Right? And thought that they were one of the best bands of all time. So he was like, I could have had all three. Yeah. Jimmy said no. Wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do I'm it. Surprised. Yeah, that kind of surprises me. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this is the Jack Beck tune that Ozzy did with uh, with him for the new album. So we kick off the show with this one, Patient Number Nine. Good morning. The locker room topic of the day. Grant had this idea based on yeah. what's happening with uh, Dennis Rodman right now, or at least the announcement that he was going to head to Russia to help save Brittany Griner, who is a WNBA star that just got sentenced to nine years for. Uh, getting caught at the airport on her way home to yeah. take part in the um, in the season, she was playing in Russia at the time. Um, they found a cartridge, like a vape cartridge, with some cannabis in it or hash oil or something. Anyway, um, and listen, I, the rules around the world are different, yeah. and uh, you need to be aware of them if you are traveling. So that's on her. Mm-hmm. But I don't think. It, Nine, I don't years think nine years seems excessive. Seems a little excessive. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that she is black mm-hmm. and that she's also a lesbian, and I think they're angry about that as they well. Yeah, it doesn't go over well in Russia. And I'm guessing they're probably a little bit upset about the West's plus help of the Ukraine. I was going to say, plus totally the political. United States is supplying Ukraine with weapons, and so they're... Just bullshit. Get back at them. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's awful. It, the whole thing's awful. But here's the thing: if you're Brittany and you're in prison, you're already dealing with 
uh, this horrible situation. I, I yeah. can't even imagine what her and her family is going through right now. And then Dennis Rodman shows up. Brittany, don't you worry about it. Yeah, I'm here for you. You're like, hey, can you guys get me home, please? And then you're like, don't worry. Dennis Rodman is on the way. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What are you doing? Go home. Yeah. All you're going to do is just add more time please to my jail sentence. somebody else. Like... <laughs> and not only that, you'll probably be joining me in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the last person you would want showing up to help you in any situation? Okay. Mm-hmm. So think about that. I have one. It doesn't. It doesn't even have to be a celebrity. No, it could be anybody. It could be somebody in your family, right? <laughs> yeah. Could be someone you drive to work every day with. <laughs> someone you think of as a stepson. Yes. That hurts. You sure it's you? How many people do you drive to work in? <laughs> there's a couple. <laughs> and and call your stepson. I pick up, I pick up hitchhikers. Yeah, there's a couple. The locker room topic of the day. If you're in trouble. Something goes wrong. Something goes sideways in your life. Who's the last person you want showing up to help? Mm-hmm. Mine? We'll go around the horn here. Mine's pretty simple. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman? No. <laughs> you know what? Pee Wee Herman showing up in Russia? No. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily have to be in Russia, but yeah. we're using that as an example because of the Dennis Rodman situation. Mine needs a little bit of a backstory to it. You guys know this person, Bruce the Midget. Okay. Uh, He's not a real little person. No, but it's just I worked with him for a number of years on the basketball team. He never had money. He's, you know, he's he's greasy. He's He's a a totally, like, he he doesn't have his own place. If he needs a place to live, he gets a girlfriend and moves in with her. (laughs) Grant, actually, Kane just texted in kind of mine as well. Mine was the cast of The View. (laughs) <laughs> and he was saying any of the daytime talk show hosts, Ellen, Kelly Clarkson, any of them. That's funny. The locker room topic of the day. You're in trouble. Who's the last person you want showing up to help you? Mike from Ontario said Rudy Giuliani. What the hell is wrong with you? Who pays you? That was one of uh, a clip from one of his drunk speeches. He, uh, he definitely had a big, like when... You know, the early 2000s, he was America's mayor. Well, he, he was, a, he was uh, the mayor in New York during 9-11, He was, right? yeah, and he was well-respected, Yeah, and his fall from grace has been pretty dramatic. Spectacular. Yeah, like it's, yeah. he's a character now, right? He's, he's, yeah, he's become a parody of yeah. himself. Um, the, the thing with him, too, is I think he does, I think he likes the sauce quite a bit. I think so. So yeah. he's drunk a lot, and uh, I think he gets into trouble because he's like he's day drunk a lot. <laughs> and then he says he doesn't drink. Did you see that? I was just trying to remember that because there, he was drinking something and he was claiming it was just Pepsi or something. Well, he claims he doesn't drink, but then somebody went online and went all through all these videos of him, right? Yeah. And and he's like basically there's like thirty videos of him drinking booze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said it's possible. Diet Pepsi is my drink of choice. Well, with a little vodka in it. <laughs> uh, he was getting into he was he was being called out for being drunk during the whole uh, the 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 January sixth stuff, yeah. the insurrection. 
So I guess that was what he was trying to. It's because someone was <laughs> saying in the committee hearings, they were like, no, he was clearly drunk. He was drunk. The locker room topic of the day. You're in trouble. Are you concerned? Who are you the most concerned about showing up to help you? Keith said, Justin Trudeau can stay away. I would rather do the time. So if he was in jail and Trudeau offered to help, he would just stay in jail. I don't trust Justin Trudeau as far <laughs> as I can throw him. I think you could add most politicians to that list, though. Yeah. Right? You know, um, I, we're in a really rough time right now in, in the in the political landscape that we currently live in. Yeah. It's very divisive. Well, just look at those uh, guys that were locked up in China. I mean, they didn't get much help from the government for a long time. Eventually, they yeah. got them home, but they spent a lot of time in a in a hole in China, getting peed on at noon every yeah. day. Yeah, I, I again, like I said, I th- I think this this is a bigger conversation. I mean, just just think about the political landscape. Yeah. Right. Just wrap your head around the idea, Grant, of you jumping in <laughs> to politics for any reason. Yeah. Think about it. Would you? Uh, no. No. It's the uh, last it's, thing. It doesn't sound fun at all. No. Yeah. No. So who's doing that job? Who's saying, "Hey, I'll I'll do that." I would literally rather spend. The entire weekend trying to cut my own <laughs> with a butter knife than run for politics. <laughs> if if you know anybody who is in politics, you have to look them right in the eye and go, What's wrong? Like, what is wrong with you? Are you okay? Yeah. Have you hit your head? Can I get you some help? Well, everyone thinks they can change it, right? But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If you know somebody right now that thinks it's a good idea to get into politics, they are completely out of their mind and they need some they need intervention immediately <laughs> so i i understand why justin trudeau came in 17 times <laughs> traffic tip song suggestion of the day if you're in trouble who's the last person in the world you want showing up to help you out christy said her mom um, she is a person she's not only a person who panics she's also a uh, chicken even when I was a kid, she left me be- behind because she was so scared. It's unfortunate that... <laughs> I think she's kind of joking. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't think she's joking. It's unfortunate that I think a lot of uh, a lot of people get thrust into parenthood without really um, having the tools to, yeah. to deal with it. The, the interesting thing that I find is that anytime you ever meet anybody that that went through it's sort of a difficult childhood with a messed up mm-hmm. parent like something like when i'm talking about i'm not talking about just typical dysfunction i'm talking about pretty severe dysfunction yeah right um th- those kids quite often more often than not end up being like wildly responsible there seems to be this bit of an arc well you kind of because you grow up fast right yeah. As a kid, you kind of realize, oh, I got to be the adult here. I'm on my own, right? Yeah. And, and, and I think it's, it's interesting to witness because we know Christy. We've met her. Yeah. And, and I know a little bit, not much. I know a, a little bit about how she was raised, and um, it wasn't good, yeah. right? And she was kind of on her own. And because of that, she's, she's sort of this dynamic personality that like, yeah. gets crap done, right? And and that's the way I look at my listen, my my mother and my father 
were young and they yeah. had me when they were like in their teenage years. My mom got knocked up at 15. My dad was 17. So they had me when I was, when they were 16 and 18. Yeah. And that did not last long. And they actually did a pretty decent job, all things considered. <laughs> all things considered. <laughs> all things yeah. considered. Not bad. They you could did, have been okay. worse. Um, and uh, like, I don't blame them at all for, for anything, but I also look at how I was raised and the things I went through Mm -hmm. as this, this thing that shaped me and I wouldn't change any of it. And I bet you, if you ask Christy, she would say a very similar thing. She wouldn't want something other than what she had because she's proud of what she's accomplished in her own life. Right. Which is, yeah. Getting deep this morning. Well, and then Stan said anyone in the Catholic church. (laughs) I got this, Father. <laughs> stay in the pinto. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Prince, uh, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, wants back on social media. Will Smith has come back. Hey? I spelled Jiggy. J I G G Y. I'm trying to find getting uh, jiggy with getting it. Getting jiggy with nah, it. Nah, 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 nah. What is that? What is the name of that song? I thought we had that in the system, didn't we? <laughs> oh, there it is. French. Oh, here we go. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. We'll play this. This is the the this, theme song. This theme song from the show, right? Anyway, I was thinking about this last night, and and, and I'm not. <laughs> I'm not upset that he's back or that he's attempting to try to get back into the public eye. I mean, it, he's he's desperate to repair the damage that he did with the Oscars slap, which yeah. was what March. When's when are the Oscars? So we're not we're not dealing with very long. It was March or February. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was March 27th. March 27th. When he slapped Chris Rock. So. March, April, May, June, July, August. So it's been it's been less than six months, and uh, he, I don't know. Uh, yeah, put out his apology video. He's just did so his thing. Thirsty. Went to India. Yeah, went and hung out with some you know yogis. Yeah, and hung out with Gandhi for a bit. <laughs> for me, it's. It's a mistake. He's making so many mistakes. Or am I wrong? Or are we just... Are we all okay with this right now? I'm like... uh, I'm okay with it. Just because I'm like... Just move on. Like Will Smith. He's trying to get past it. Like if it's... Well, he needs his career back, right? Yeah. But not only his career back. He needs to like get some semblance of maybe normal back because he's been dwelling on this huge mistake he made but you in order to get past a mistake you have to i think it's more about his career <laughs> but uh, but it's also but it's a bit of both i think <laughs> i think he's like all right i so need you're to start o- making some movies again jimmy you're okay with the attempt that he's making to yeah, try to get like, back uh, to smooth things case, over worst case scenario is gonna backfire but he doesn't know. Started posting on his Instagram again. Yeah. Making a little comeback there. I heard Whitney Cummings talking about, uh, she's a comedian, about Will Smith being on social media. Because it kind of came out of nowhere where all of a sudden he signed up for social media and he was this fun guy. And it was all about him. His whole life he's been this big movie star. Him and Tom Cruise were these untouchable movie stars. And then he was trying to reach out to a younger fan base. With with his social media, with and how his he social was, media, also it was like okay, there's this younger, 
these younger people don't know who Will Smith is. They didn't grow up watching Fresh Prince. They didn't watch Men in Black. They didn't. So it was him. So now he's in order to move, you know, tickets for movies. You kind of have to have a social media following a little bit. And so now he's trying to get back on there. I get that. That's the point that I'm making. That's the thing that I'm looking at going, ah, this is uncomfortable, right? Yeah. Like you pointed out that he was whoring his kid's water company or whatever by drinking. In the the apology video, he he had a little product placement where he had his his kids. His kid, oddly uh, enough, he just played the Trudeau water box thing. That's what his kid sells, his water boxes. Water boxes. Um, He should use Justin as a spokesperson. (laughs) Probably sell like crazy. For me, looking at this Will Smith from a thousand... You know, from a thousand miles away, yeah. right? And not having any say, or and I knowing full well that nobody cares what my opinion is, and and not listen. Even if he did what I'm going to suggest here, would I still have? Would I have any respect for him? Probably not. He's he's kind of damaged goods now, and I understand he's desperately trying to get back into the into the public eye because yeah. you're right. He's probably got movies that are being on that have been put on hold. Projects. Oh Everybody, yeah, he's got a lot of projects on hold. Everybody's waiting for this whole thing because his career was going crazy with. With, he just won a, an Oscar, but like the biggest role of his life. But that role, I think, sparked this boom uh, yeah. for for Will Smith, and then he goes to the Oscars, and then boom, craps all over. He it. ruins it in one moment. Here's what I think he should have done. I think he should have gone away, like dead silent for like a year. Fine, go to India, hang out with Gandhi. Mm-hmm. Okay, dress in a robe. You know, light <laughs> some candles. Go swimming in the hot tub or whatever. But like, don't tell anyone about it. Don't say a word. Kind of like Louis C.K. did. Yes. Louis C.K. Um, had all all he those things come out about him, and he disappeared, and then he kind of didn't post about it. He just slowly made, made his return. For a couple of years. Yeah. And then he did shows where he was just showing up. He yeah. wasn't advertising it. He would just it wasn't show up on at comedy marquee. clubs. And, he would just yeah. get up on stage and go, hi, everybody. Right, and, and people then would just we would see accepted him back, and, yeah, and everybody was just yeah. like, "Okay, I guess Louis." But what did he do again? Yeah. Oh, he was whacking off into a ficus plant. <laughs> can, can I ask you a question? Okay, hypothetically speaking, let's just say I'm doing a comedy set on stage, and I call you an asshole. Okay, you well, walk he won't up, be there to hear it. So. No, but it's just, and you walk up and <laughs> slap bad. me in front of everybody. Everybody judges you because you just slapped the crap out of a midget. Okay, Little would you want to get past that? See, uh, uh, Jimmy is is siding with Will. Here's here's the difference between me and Will Smith is Will Smith has the capacity to take the money that he has and go away and be quiet for a year or two or even longer. But would you? But would you? No. But hold but, on. But if you were him, because he's he's been but he's been a workhorse. For a number of years, I get would that. you be able to sit on the sidelines and do nothing for two years? I'm telling you, it would be hard. But I think he's doing. I think he's actually doing damage to his career right now by coming back too soon. That's my opinion. I think he should have quietly gone away. Maybe released a statement. But some people saying, aren't hey, wired that Chris, way, though. Chris, I'm sorry. If you want to talk, yeah, one statement, please. And then disappeared. Disappeared. 
get out of the limelight altogether. Because one, because he can afford it. And he could live quite comfortably on what he's made for a couple of years without having to worry. Now he's coming back and it just it seems really thirsty. It seems try-hardish. And, and and I think it's I I don't know, and I could be wrong, maybe we'll all forgive him, but I just I get this feeling that, that this is not gonna help. That that it, it's it's too soon. I don't need to see Will Smith right now. And again, I could care less about the slap, to be honest yeah. with you. I'm more annoyed by his attempts at trying to come back now. And the, and the slap was egregious. What, what are you doing? Stay in your seat, you jackass. Locke slaps the shit out of a midget at a comedy show, right? At the mall, right? And I'm judged for that, and I'm canceled for that. I have to keep working. Well, it's so like, guess uh, what? How would you like your eggs, sir? What's his name that worked on the station <laughs> on cruise for a bit that got in the fight with the wrestler at the wrestling show oh. in Winnipeg? Cub. He he had to go to he, he had, had to, to go to ra- uh, radio jail. Yeah, which is Fort McMurray. He had to go to Fort Mac for years. <laughs> <laughs> and now I think he's 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 driving, he's driving trains. trains yeah. uh-huh. um, on ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. Again, I saw a list of these scams i went through the list i'm like okay and knew about that one that wouldn't wouldn't catch me blah 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 right and i got to scam number 11 out of a list of 12 and i'm like i had no idea this was a scam but filling your tires with nitrogen for an extra fee so i guess the air that we breathe is three quarters nitrogen and if you added the extra 22 percent nitrogen to your tires does it have any cost benefit to you and what they're saying is no especially if you're paying like 70 80 90 bucks or even more to have your tires filled with nitrogen they're, it, basically what it was saying was this is a complete and total scam don't do it yeah i remember a few years ago that was a big thing getting yeah. your tires filled with nitrogen and i haven't really seen it or been asked about it i haven't lately. either but i remember being asked if i wanted to pay an extra fee to have the tires filled with nitrogen yeah and, I, and I, like i'm not that guy like i said last I re- week i'll spend an hour looking for a dime that fell underneath the seat of the car <laughs> See, not pay for nitrogen in your minivan tires <laughs> no guess what it's always that air in it so so what if i got a scooter could i put nitrogen in the tires there i'm thinking that will probably help you you yeah. especially yes they always say it, it was is lighter, it Something. wouldn't leak as much. Um, yeah, yeah. And it, Better, now that you say it, you're like, it does sound like a scam. So I remember the line being that it added life to the tires or something too. Okay. Do, do you remember that? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Because and it was a dealership thing. Yeah. Right. And I mean, I'm proud to say I never filled my tires with. I nitrogen. never did either. <laughs> It's not that I don't trust my dealership. <laughs> I mean, they have my best interest in always. mind. Dealerships always. are always the best, and they're always thinking of you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just check to see if we I got was any just ads to look. coming uh, up. We do. Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. There was an interesting survey done where they asked people... Do you think you are a smart drinker? And just over half of people that they asked responded saying, yes, I am a smart drinker. It was about 52% of people that said they are smart drinkers. You know, back in the day, we just called them alcoholics. Now they are smart drinkers. (laughs) 
It's interesting, though, because I think the term a smart drinker, when you hear that, it means different things to different people. So in this survey, they define a smart drinker as someone who says they pace themselves. They choose low alcohol beverages. So they will look at what they're drinking and make sure, oh, you know what? This is a light beer. I can drink more of these. Uh, they eat a good meal before drinking, and they don't mix their alcohols. This is not about you, Jimmy. I can't, I, I can't continue on. He's just well, sitting here nodding for away. for example, Jimmy is in here. Uh, what is, if you ask Jimmy, hey, what is a smart drinker, Jimmy? He would say someone who choos- chooses cheaper beer with higher alcohol content. Lucky extra. Someone who doesn't eat so they get a buzz faster. And someone who takes every free shot given to them. Doesn't care about mixing alcohols. One tequila, one vodka, 14 fireball shots. It doesn't matter. I don't do vo- uh, tequila. So I guess it's all about who you ask. <laughs> the Grant Report is brought to you by BOGO Tuesday at Edmonton Glory oh, Hole Tours. Tuesday. Book a his and hers today and buy one tour, get one tour. Book at Edmonton or Tabor, gloryholetours.com. Leading edge of fried chicken innovation. And on a mission to figure out the 11 spices in the Colonel's secret recipe, here's your chicken news host, Grant Johnson. Uh, Grant Johnson. So McDonald's has announced another chicken sandwich is going to be on their menu. It's kind of an annual thing, right, for them? It seems to be like that they keep adding and trying new chicken sandwiches to get in on the game. I'll be honest. Um, Do you do the chicken at at McDonald's? I I never do. um, If I'm doing like, oh, I just want a quick thing, I'll do like a McDouble and a, a junior chicken. Okay, so you do try the chicken, because I, um, if I'm going to McDonald's, I, I can't not get the the Big Mac. See, yeah, that's if I'm not getting a full meal and I'm like, I just want two little small burgers, <laughs> I'll get the junior chicken and then like a McDouble. Okay. Do you um, round them together? No, like, well, I don't no. do the McGangbang or whatever that is. Um, yeah. No, I don't do that. So, is that on the menu? <laughs> that's the secret menu. <laughs> Um, so it's called the McCrispy. Yeah. And it sounds exactly like a McChicken, except the only difference is it has a potato bun. Okay. I, I like the potato bun. Yeah. So it's going to have a potato bun and you can add... This um, is in Canada? This is a Canadian thing. Yeah. Okay. Actually, Canada, McDonald's in Canada has more chicken options than in the States is what I was reading. Do we like chicken here in I Canada? Guess so, I think we yeah. do, eh? Yeah. I think we're chicken fans. Um, and so it's five ninety nine, and then for $1.70, you can add bacon and tomato to it. They call it Ooh. the next level. Juicy McCrispy Bacon Deluxe. All right. So. Well, I'm going to have to try it. I, again, like I said, I find it so difficult. Jimmy and I, every once in a blue moon, like today we have this golf thing that yeah. we're doing, um, and we might hit like McDonald's or we'll hit a drive through quickly, yeah. and I have such a hard time not getting the fries and the, the Big Mac. And the Big is Mac, so good, yeah. Right? It's so I, solid. I like the Big Mac, but I don't like eating them in a vehicle, especially yours, because then you end up choking the life out of me. Well, the problem I make is a mess. it comes in a box. It's not in the can we wrapping. Just, can we just say out loud that occasionally I, I will get angry at Jimmy? 
And I may yell, but you don't abuse them. But I have never actually physically uh, hurt you've threatened, Jimmy. You've threatened to many of times. But he's never actually hit you, has he? It's come up a couple of times this morning, and I just feel like if somebody was hanging out with the show, they would go, For the is Lachlan beating Jimmy? Does Lachlan no, abuse you, a you, midget? You, okay, you don't physically abuse me, but you have threatened to beat me to death with a nine iron. Okay, but Choke that's, the, to jump that's over different. the board and How many times have me? you threatened to stab him? That's a good point. I get threatened by you almost just as much. Hey, I've I've haven't threatened you in at least two weeks. We actually asked him to stop telling. We were like, "Can you stop saying you're going to stab, stab us? us?" Because it's not a good look. But yeah. Well, it was there was like a string there, like a week or two, where he was. <laughs> it was like multiple times in the morning. I'll stab you. I'm like. That's not funny. Okay, <laughs> That's just scary. You say you like the McChicken. Have you tried the ghost pepper McChicken? Uh, no, I haven't tried it's that It's actually one. quite spicy. Yeah, the ghost pepper like at McDonald's is actually no joke. Well, I like, um, sometimes I get nuggets, right, and get their, like, spicy habanero dip with them. Yeah. It's pretty spicy. Yeah. yeah. yeah the I ghost had, pepper one is. I had the habanero um, sandwich at Tim's a couple of weeks ago, and that wasn't bad either. That had a nice little. Yeah. Whoosh, little pop to it as well okay all right so we're going to Mc, we're going to mcdonald's Getting to try the, what is it is it new like it's on the menu right it now. says it's on the menu yeah all right look at that and they'll probably run some ads on on play now. i hope so <laughs> they'll pull their advertising <laughs> from cruise and start playing them on play and now another episode of locker room tv if you ever hear us doing a locker room tv go to the locker room youtube page and you can see what we're looking at as well i had about 30 people send this to me in the last <laughs> i'd say um couple of days and it is a tweet in a Yankees game. It's at a Yankees game. <clears throat> it's a Yankees fan. And he is, well, he's making a straw. Okay. All right. For his beer. Yeah. I got to show you this. Have you seen this, Grant? No, I haven't. Okay. So he's got his straw. Yeah. Is he dipping it in something? No, he just made a straw. Oh, out of a hot dog. Out of a hot dog. <laughs> Better than paper straws. Who drinks beer with a straw, though? This guy, out of a hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> and so then he pokes boom. a hole, uses his actual straw to poke a hole in the middle of the hot dog <laughs> and then uses it as a straw. Watch this, too. There's another move you might have missed. Watch. There you go. And then he doesn't he doesn't waste any of the hot dog. No, he sucks out what he poked out of the middle. Out of the middle of the straw. That's wise. Yeah. yeah. This guy, I I don't know why we don't have him running the UN. He's living in a different planet. <laughs> Again, um, go to our YouTube page if you want to see this. Have you ever seen anybody drinking through a hot dog no, before? That's the first. <laughs> Another moment with Dr. Locke. I did not know this until I saw this story, but apparently Pilates is taking off right now. I've had a couple I have of people... heard that, <laughs> oddly enough. Have you? Yeah, I have. Yeah. I had somebody send me, I was complaining about something like my hip or something, and I had somebody send me a note about a, uh, like a, a version of Pilates where they get into like medical situations. But mm -hmm. Pilates is, I mean, I guess 
It's kind of like a yoga form, right? It's a form of, well, is it fair to say that? You should ask Mac. Max teaches yoga. She's the one. Your that, wife. She's the one that told me that Pilates is taking off. Okay. Again, and she was saying that there, as a yoga teacher, like, yeah, you can take some Pilates courses to teach it. It's a and little incorporate bit, it. It's yeah. a little bit different, though, right? It's more strenuous stretching, I yeah. think. Um, anyway, yeah. I, th- th- anyway, there was somebody that was. T- their, their sister or their aunt or something teaches a therapeutic Pilates. Okay. And they sent me a, a note saying you should look into into this. I think the big thing is is that a couple of famous people are really into it and talk about it a lot. Uh, one of them being Jennifer Aniston mm. talks about the benefits of, of Pilates for fixing, you know, reducing pain in your back and stress and anxiety and that kind of stuff. So, And if anyway. it's good enough for Jennifer Aniston, Let's it's good enough do. for a lot. Look at her, right? <laughs> it's working. I got to say this, and obviously I'm well aware of the irony of me telling anybody to do anything based on the fact that I've been uh, sick for a week and a half, but um, I have been getting up. I go home, I have a nap quickly, and then in the afternoons I've been trying to do yoga, even with being sick. Um, and I feel way better after 35, 45 minutes of yoga. You're sweating it out a bit. Even if I'm a little bit sick right now. And and again, I don't necessarily think you have to go do Pilates or yoga if that's not your bag. But I think everybody should try to do something. Mm-hmm. Just move, right? The thing that I've noticed lately is the people that move, the people that have a regular routine of movement, whether it's a damn bike or they walk, they golf, whatever the case might be, seem to be looking a little bit better than those that, you know, don't. Right? Just find something you like. and It's because you're getting older. You're starting to see who's living longer and you're paying attention to those things. (laughs) Maybe it's... (laughs) In your old age, it's, it's, uh, it's something I'm aware of. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit more, you might be on something. Now, Nerd News with James D. White, the first. So, Disney Plus Day uh, is coming up this September. September 8th. It's bigger than Christmas. It's it's actually uh, a big day. They've changed the date. It was previously in November, but I'm not getting into that. Uh, it's actually just Please before. Do. Let's talk about how they moved the yeah, day. It's we just need before details. the Disney Expo, which <laughs> is on the 9th this year. Okay. So, what they're releasing with this is they're actually going to be releasing Thor, Love and Thunder is going to be on Disney Plus. Uh, as well as some animated stuff like through Pixar, Dancing with the Stars, Best of stuff. Uh, But the big news with this is actually... Obi-Wan Kenobi a Jedi's Return. So what that's going to be... It's a documentary you were talking about. It's going to be a documentary. It's going to be... the, a bit of the backstory of Obi-Wan Kenobi, kind of like what the Jedi Jimmy podcast did before uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series came so out. They're so they're totally, stealing my idea. Totally ripping yeah, you off. And, totally. But they're tweaking it a little bit and doing some behind the scenes and actual some, interviews with and cast interviews and, with and, cast and stuff like that. But they stole my idea <laughs> and used their big budget to didn't, try and out Didn't Mando me. do the same thing? But that was uh, that was before. The, no, sorry, not Mando. Boba Fett. It was yeah, uh, the book of Boba Fett. Bu- I thought there it was, was behind. It was behind the helmet. Uh, that was the documentary <laughs> uh, for, for that. Why one. is that funny? Because it's like behind the music. <laughs> but I honestly thought that the Mandalorian had 
a documentary release around. Oh, and they the, did, but that was like a making of, and it was like a series of a few of them. Oh, so it's and, similar. But thing. no, but this they're going into the backstory and and also linking okay. to Alec Guinness and how he was the like the original Obi Wan in uh, Episode Four. And when does Condor come out? <laughs> Andor comes oh, out. Oh, sorry, Andor. When does <laughs> September twenty first? September twenty first. I'm watching um, Westworld right now, and I started watching the House of Dragons. Okay, so I'm I've got my my sort of my TV watching. Covered. I still haven't watched the House of Dragon yet. I'm that was actually that. pretty decent. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. It's a fairly uh, heavily packed episode, mm. if if I'm being honest. It looks like they're doing the weekly thing, because I watched it on Crave last yeah. night. Did you hear that it crashed? It crashed Crave, yeah. Crashed Crave? Yeah, it's weekly because it's on HBO, right? So it'll be every Sunday. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'll am I'm be following that. And then the Westworld's pretty good. I, have you I started back in? I started watching, but... The problem with Westworld, it's, it's such a complicated show. Yeah. I couldn't remember what happened in the last season, <laughs> so I was lost in the first episode. Well, yeah. the way I, the way I sort of um, positioned it was, they went from that world that were, they were separated yeah. from, and now they're in, they're kind of in in a in a simulation of the of the real world. Okay, and and I I think. The battle right now, I'm early. I'm only one episode yeah. in. It looks like the guy, um, the main guy that, why, that wears the black cowboy hat. I forget his name. Anyway, um, I think he's trying to convince the but United he's a States. Robot. You think he's a robot? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's a robot. He's now. a robot now? Yeah. yeah it's, it's, not- so it's such a confusing show. <laughs> and is Aaron Paul a robot? No, I don't think so. You think he's real? Yeah. But get back to this. It's September 8th. is the Disney Plus day. Oh, he hates it when we <laughs> talk about anything but Star Wars. Because this is nerd news. Not Westworld is pretty nerdy. That's pretty nerdy. It's all sci-fi. Listen, if, if anyone's listening right now, they're... We're they're talking about who's a robot and who's not a robot. <laughs> they're screaming at their radios in their car right now. <laughs> you guys are all nerds! <laughs> we're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I was tweeting about this yesterday. I saw a story about uh, Tim Hortons, and I'm like, come on, Tims, why? Toronto doesn't love Tim's like Edmonton loves you. Why would you start the pizza over there? Yeah, there's uh, certain Tim Hortons in, in Toronto where they have pizza. Yes, and um, it, it's sort of a test market right now. But I, but I think the reason probably they do Toronto is because of the huge population and it's a good test in comparison to Edmonton. Well, I did get um, one tweet back that said something like, calm down, pumpkin. They'll work out the kinks (laughs) and the eastern bastards and then bring it back here. (laughs) So that's another way of looking at it. It looks pretty good. I have seen some videos and pictures of the Tim Hortons pizza. Yeah. Yeah, it does look... And I'm usually pretty critical of them trying to do, like, too many food items. Because I'm like, coffee, donuts, muffins, stick to that. Like That's but, come up, right? Like, yeah. people will um, will, haul, will call out Tim's for, like, just stick to donuts and coffee, right? Yeah. But they keep trying these different things, and every once in a while, when we when something comes out, we'll, we'll say that. We'll like, Tim's, what are you doing? Just stick to the... Yeah. But then you, you do have your favorites. Like, I know my wife loved the chili. 
Yeah, and every time we the went chili to Timor, is good there. The chili is actually pretty yeah. decent there. So there, there has been a couple of attempts by Tim's to step outside of the you know the sandwich, the donut, the the coffee world, and actually they've they've you know plus uh, hit a home run. It looks like a pretty big pizza, and it was only eight dollars. Is it okay? Yeah, that's what so, it's selling for. Maybe that's just the test price, so people will try it. But I did get this tweet too in response to my you know anger about not being able to try the Tim Hortons pizza yet. Um, and it was uh, it just basically saying that they saw somebody eating it. They didn't actually do it themselves. It was I was at an SO that had a Tim's pizza. A few guys were sitting there eating them. I didn't ask if it was any good, mainly because I don't like people. But they seemed <laughs> to be enjoying themselves. They seemed happy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a smart move, though, because all of those ingredients can be uh, used in other things as well. So that his point or her point, I'm not sure um, the gender of the tweeter, but but their point was it looks like everything in Tim's is being used to make the pizzas. Yeah. So they're not they're not having to like source you know different ingredients for the pizzas. Right. But I think this is great news that Tim's is bringing out the pizza, and I'll tell you why. Because Tim's and McDonald's have been competing huge, right? Like with, That's you know, Tim, Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons had bagels, so then McDonald's got bagels. Yeah. You know, they're doing a lot of competition that way. So with Tim Hortons having the pizza, maybe McDonald's will bring da- back their damn pizza. Yeah, we're getting texts about bring back the McPizza. McPizza, Cause, yeah. Because if, if Tim's is doing it, then McDonald's might bring it back. You know what? You might be onto something, Jimmy, because that does happen, especially in Canada. I don't know if this is a thing down in the States, but there is a bit of a battle. Like they, they have the coffee battle. Apparently, when Tim's let go of their coffee supplier, McDonald's jumped on it, right? So there is a bit of that that competitive spirit between those two franchises. So my one good thought of the month. Write it down. What day is it? Well, usually, oh, get, no, the the get the audio. I get maybe two. You usually get one in a week. <laughs> oh, Jimmy, it's a week. Okay, yeah. Don't downplay your success on the show, little <laughs> buddy. Uh, anyway, yeah, we'll keep an eye on that, and if it does show up in on uh, from Ontario to Alberta, we'll. Def- I, I'll try this. Hey, listen. I, I realize there's some great pizza outlets in Edmonton. Yeah, but this is. Peaking my curiosity for some reason. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. All right. We are joined by Jody. What's your last name, Jody? Noseworthy. Noseworthy. And you work up at the Edmonton Garrison Memorial Golf and Curling Club. Um, you're the assistant pro, and you run the uh, the, the, the the gift shop, the, the main shop, the golf <laughs> shop, right? Uh, I wouldn't call it a gift shop. I would call it the pro shop. <laughs> the pro shop. Yeah, the pro shop. Stuff teddy bears. And, and, yeah. <laughs> and flower gift shop. Listen, we wanted to get you on because we had a really cool uh, event happening. We are running a hole for the Sturgeon Valley County. Some of the folks there, I think they might be regretting the decision to have us down, but they're having us down when they're doing their golf tournament, their annual wrap-up for all the staff, and I gave Jody a call and I said you need to help me out because they want the three of us to golf and our little buddy James P. White who if you don't know is a little person um, does not have any clubs does not know how to golf nothing so we called Jody and Jody is like I'm the man for the plan here and you've got him I've actually had my club fixed by the guy that you got to to do Jimmy's clubs 
certainly did. Yeah, his name is Ian Brown. He's, yeah, he's quite one well of our members here. He is quite handy with fixing clubs and redoing clubs and things like that, right? Absolutely, he is. Awesome. He created this set. See, Joni, here's the thing with Jimmy and I. Whenever we go out, Jimmy likes to come golfing because it's a sport where you drink. He just sits in the cart and drinks and doesn't move for four hours. <laughs> but the problem is he's never had clubs that fit him. He's never really swung a golf club. And every time we're out, everyone's always trying to get him to hit the ball. And so he'll step up and take a couple of swings. And then I usually stop it because we could be there for a week and a half. I've never seen anybody so close to the ground <laughs> miss further than what Jimmy does when he swings at a ball. He's got zero hand-eye. It's He's got a his, shunt. He's blind in his both eyes. Yes. No, I've got a shunt. So, Jody, we want to thank you for being the point person on getting clubs together. We're going to show up here in the near future, and we'll videotape this. You're going to give some Jimmy some lessons. Do you think you can help him hit the ball? I'll, I'll get him hitting it. Come hell or high water, I'll get him hitting it. <laughs> It sounds a little like boot camp. <laughs> well, I did 27 years in the military, so we better be able to listen. <laughs> this could be an issue. I do like this. Hey, Jody, listen, I, I want to say this. I have been golfing the garrison now since I moved here. So I came to St. Albert, and a friend of mine was in the military, and he had a pass, and he brought me out, and I've been a fan of the garrison. I don't think I've ever seen the course in the shape that it's in right now. It's unbelievable. You guys have done an amazing job of keeping that course looking good this year. Uh, yeah, that's our team of Adam and his superintendent crew, man. They have done an absolute fantastic job this year. Yeah, the greens are... It's, I've yeah. been a member here for 20 years, and I've never seen it in this good a shape either, man. The thing about the garrison, and a lot of people might not... You don't have to be in the military or know somebody from the military to golf there. It's a public course. Yeah, absolutely it is, man. We welcome everybody here. Yeah, and if you haven't been to the garrison, the other thing about it is it's affordable. Golf has kind of gotten expensive over the years. And that's one thing I like about the garrison is you guys have you have lots of deals and you've got uh, you got a beautiful course. I think your course, what you pay, you're getting way more for your dollar. No, thank you, man. We appreciate that. Like I said, we've got some great deals, especially on Twilight. And just so your listeners know, too, uh, we've started our Twilight now even earlier on uh, the weekends and holidays. Okay. We're starting that, too, because we just want more people out here, man. The fun thing about the garrison, too, is that it's a quick course, even if you walk it. Um, Absolutely. You can get around quick, unless you hit the ball as many times as I do. Then it's a slower round. <laughs> yeah, we built those fescue hills just for you, man. <laughs> I appreciate it, Jody, and we will see you in the next couple of days to do this video. Thank All you. All right, man. You got my number. Fire me a text. I'll meet you over there. All right, my friend. Take care. I have a great day, boys. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Somewhere a village is missing an idiot. Or three. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.